Welcome to the Forgiveness Warriors podcast. I'm Dr. Jerry L. Cook. In this podcast, you'll be empowered with the tools you'll need to forgive and let go of a hurtful past. As an author and certified life coach, I'll be your guide, helping you let go of whatever's holding you back and helping you become the forgiveness warrior you were meant to be. I'm really excited today because today we're going to be looking at the Old Testament and the Bible. I'm not as familiar with the Old Testament as I am with the New Testament, so this is a great opportunity for me to really learn more about the Old Testament and the stories that are found therein. I there there are stories in the Old Testament that I'm somewhat familiar with: Daniel and the Lion's Den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, of course, uh, Adam and Eve. Um, the the flood, Noah, and then there's who can forget David and Goliath, where David faced down someone who was much larger than himself and was able to free himself from really this tyranny of this Goliath or this giant in, in his life and in his family's and nation's life. And so that's for what we're really going to be talking about today is looking at giants and the impact of giants, particularly giants that are not good for us. These are the Goliaths, the giants that are seeking to destroy us. Now, one of the things that is seeking to destroy us is unforgiveness. And I could tell you that from personal experience, that if you choose to not forgive, or if you don't choose to forgive, that it will destroy you. It will destroy you in a lot of different ways. So it's very important to make the choice to forgive, to make the decision to to forgive, to make the commitment to forgive, and to have the conviction to forgive. I talked a little bit, just very briefly, about David and Goliath, but there are other instances of giants in the Bible. And if you have your Old Testament, feel free to turn with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 13. And here, uh, Moses is sending a group of spies to, to look at the land of Canaan because they're getting ready to overtake that land. The Lord has promised that land to them, to the Israelites. And um, the spies were told, basically, hey, just go go check it out. And let me go ahead and and read some of this here. Uh, And starting in verse 17, and I'm reading from the King James Version of Numbers chapter 13 and verse 17. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land what it is and the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many, And what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether in tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not. Now, here's the important part. And be ye of good courage, and we'll see if the spies have done this, and bring of the fruit of the land. And so the spies, they went up, they went to the land of Canaan, and they spied it out. They checked it out. And when they came back, 
it was a pretty um pretty scary report they were very nervous about going to battle against the land of canaan or the canaanites and starting in verse 32 of numbers 13 it says and they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of israel saying the land meaning canaan through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature and there we saw the giants the sons of anak which come of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight now this is what i really want to focus on whether your giant or your goliath is unforgiveness or if you have another goliath in your life this is what i really want you to hear okay in our sight in our perspective or from our own way of looking at things a lot of times we don't see ourselves as being very strong maybe we see our goliath that thing that's out there that's ready to conquer us if we get too close to it and we're going you know what we're we're not going to be able to handle this there not only is there one giant but as i get closer to what i'm looking at there are a lot of giants not only is there this giant or goliath of unforgiveness staring me down but now i'm also realizing that there's shame there's guilt and there's the possibility or the fear that things won't get any better now that one giant has multiplied into four giants and they look tremendously huge and i look really small compared to them and like the the spies that were sent out to uh, look at the land of canaan a lot of times we will say hey in our own sight we're grasshoppers and in their sight we're grasshoppers basically they're saying you know what we're nothing we're just a little bug or speck on the window shield well we're not even the window shield we're the bug that goes splat and if we get too close to our goliaths then there's that and that's the end of it and so it's very interesting how this all started that the prophet moses was promised by the lord that hey this is yours for the taking you need to take care of it go get the information that you need to get so that you can prepare for it well the same thing is true where the lord jesus christ has commanded us to forgive everyone all the time for all of the different reasons now those are some very large and numerous giants or goliaths in our life and a lot of times we look at it and we're going uh-uh that's too big for us to handle that's too hot to handle that's too powerful for us to get near to or maybe we just try to stay at a distance and say you know what if we don't go near that then we won't have to deal with it but jesus commanded us to forgive everyone he has commanded us to go into that land of unforgiveness and to take it back where we are going to overcome the hurt that's been done in our life 
Now, uh, if you turn with me to chapter 14, when the spies came back to the children of Israel and told them all about this, and they're going, hey, this is a fantastic land. It's flowing with milk and honey. It's just amazing. It's just, we wish we were there, but we don't want to go there because we don't want to die. And matter of fact, we don't have a chance. We don't have a prayer. Interesting kind of analogy there. We don't have a prayer, right? And so they're saying, hey, wouldn't it have been better for us to just return to Egypt? We know we've traveled all this far, but man, if we could just return to Egypt, we'll take our old lives back. And isn't that true for ourselves as well? That we could see this beautiful land, this beautiful place. We could see these beautiful people that we can become if we were just willing to go into battle. And that's what it is. It's going to be a battle to forgive. But we're going, oh, no, no, no. We just... We just want things to go back to normal. We, we know that if we forgive, there's a land of milk and honey. There's just something magnificent. We're going to be better off. People around us are going to be better off. But, oh, man, I just want things to go back to normal. We just want to go back to the land of Egypt. And so the Mo- Moses, the prophet during the time, he says, if the Lord, and uh, the Lord is capitalized, and anytime the, the word Lord is capitalized in, uh, in the Bible, it means God. So if God delight in us, then he will bring us into this land, meaning the land of Canaan, and give it to us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against ye, only rebel not he against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. And so this is what I want to share with you. If God has commanded you, and if you really believe this, if God has commanded you to forgive everyone for everything, for every reason, Rebel not ye against the Lord. And don't fear, don't be afraid of what's going to happen. For they are bread to you. So what does it mean, for they are bread for us? This is just kind of how I interpret it, ready? Bread is something that they eat. It's kind of like, you know what? We're just going to eat them up. We're going to tear them up. We're going to... We're going to consume everything that's in our path. Their defense is departed from them. Because when you know what's right, when you know that you need to forgive, and more than that, when you are committed to forgiving, the defense is departed from them. Nothing will stop you from forgiving, for the Lord is with you. Fear not unforgiveness, because you can win in the end as long as you are 100% committed. And you will be brought to that land which floweth with milk and honey. Now, I know this is a lot of symbolism here, and so I want to bring us back to the, uh, to the 21st century here. You absolutely know 
that forgiving other people is good for you. You know that it's good for your relationships. And if you're a Christian, you know that it's something that you need to do. Now, there's going to be times where you're going to say, yeah, but do you know what that person did to me? If, if God really loved me, he wouldn't force me to forgive. Well, guess what? He's not forcing you. Well, if God loved me, he wouldn't command me or even ask me to forgive because this is too much for me to handle. And he's told me that he will never command me or tell me to do anything that I'm not able to handle. And what I want you to know is that God will bring you through this, that you will become the kind of person that you've always wanted to become. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, might, mind, and strength. If you are fully committed to forgiving, now you can't say, you know what, I'm only committed to forgiving if I get this certain reward. You know what, I'll forgive as long as I get this. I'll forgive this person as long as they leave me alone. I'll forgive this person as long as, you know, God, as long as you bless me with extra finances. I will forgive this person if my life gets better. You can't go into it with strings attached. Trust in the Lord that he will bless you through that process and you'll make it. It might, and it probably will. The harder the battle, the more battles will probably take before you win. And that's why I'm so committed to sharing these principles of forgiveness with you because I know that this is a battle. And I know that this is a war, but I also know that unforgiveness is the gate for which Satan starts to creep into our lives. And the more unforgiveness there is in our lives, the more we've opened that gate for him to enter. And I don't know about you, but I, I really believe that, the saint, that Satan is powerful, that he's an enemy, that he's cunning, and that he deceives a lot of us, probably most, if not all of us, at some point in time. And if you want to start closing that gate on him, forgiveness is one of the most powerful weapons that you can have to close and lock that gate on his influence in your life. Thank you for joining me on today's Forgiveness Warrior Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and share your five-star review so other warriors can find the podcast. Unforgiveness is a terrible battle, but it's a battle we can win. It's a battle we must win, and it's a battle we will win.